0: Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. And I'm Kip. And today we are well, it's pet adjacent topic. We got another one of those. It, it ties back. I I, I, I swear to I swear to Sydney, this all ties back <laughs> to um, a pet related thing, but. um we're going to be talking about an invasive species specifically to the region I grew up with. And we're talking about nutria rats.
1: Love it.
2: Bringing them back.
1: So, nutria rats or Nutria rats?
0: Nutria rats. Yeah. Um, or Nutria. Their scientific name is Myocaster coipus? Coipus? Coipus, yeah. They're in the family of like beavers, uh, muskrats, things like that. They are not those. No. Um, their average lifespan is like eight to ten years. They're about fifteen to twenty-two pounds. They're basically you guys watched Princess Bride. They're R O U S S. Yeah, they're R O U S S. They're rodents of unusual size, definitely. I um, love it. They c- I, I
2: sensed it coming. Yeah, <laughs> my princess bride sensors came turned on.
0: Yeah, I mean they are basically web-footed rodents that have like they're different from beavers and muskrats because muskrats have the furry tail and then beavers have the big flat tail. Right. Uh, they have like an actual rat tail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's where their name same
2: shaped body creature. The only thing separating the three is tail
0: tail And also, they have
2: bright orange um teeth. Beavers have the bright orange teeth, though. I thought not. I thought they had white teeth. Oh, they got the they got the gross orange teeth. Okay, I'm totally so certain. I don't know that the they're, they're like as
1: Cheeto and co- like colored.
2: It's Cheeto
0: a pretty
2: it. like Cheeto colored Cheeto.
1: as the nutrient rats but
2: yeah. Um, so
1: they turn like yellow and orange. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. For beavers. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm doing a quick look It doesn't matter, but now I'm Googling beeper teeth.
0: Okay. So um, more things that. There you go. Oh, I guess beaver... Okay, so beavers do have orange, yeah. but also not all of them do, because some of them look, like, white or yellow, more yellowish.
2: But, yeah, that, that that's very... A, oh, that's a stuffed beaver. Uh, so they, like, put chiclets in it. Oh, uh, so, never mind. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, Rue needs to go out. Hang on. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's a stuffed beaver. But, yeah, I guess they are similar in that aspect. Um. How they continue to be not similar from beavers... Um. So beavers have the the nesting burrows where yep. they build up. Yep. Where they'll dam off. Actually, like, while beavers can't be destructive for land, they, they do create a lot of biodiversity in their right. dams. So, and they help with, like, fertilization of soil. They, okay. they can be bad because they do dam off parts of rivers. So I'm not saying they're not,
2: like... But those sh- pools are ecosystems within themselves. And,
0: yeah. and they create a lot of... Biodiversity and yeah. the beavers are actually really amazing creatures who are fairly healthy for an environment overall. Mm. Right. Um, their
2: fur makes waterproof hats. They're yes. not invasive
1: species to where they are. <laughs>
2: yes, no, they're uh, very, uh, they're they're American made. They are. Um, they but on
0: here, but um, neutras, they live in burrows or nests. Nutria. I'm never gonna say nutria out of. Out of colloquialisms. We know that when you say... Nutra.
2: Nutra. We know you mean nutria.
0: Nutria is their proper name, but in the area, those are nutra-rats.
2: It's an accent, everybody. Get over it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it is a colloquialism (laughs) term. Um, um, But they they live in burrows and nests, so they dig up underneath root systems Mm -hmm. and things like that, or they'll take over abandoned or push out... um, nested um like muskrats and things like that and they'll oh take god, over their know. nests they
1: just steal their homes
0: yeah basically oh my god dicks and, and they're also like so over here they now. are let's see they originated in southern south america so that's where they came from
2: oh that's where they live Oh, i see <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not. that's where they originated <laughs> on the planet Look, maybe maybe no I'm sorry. I was going to make a beaver ice joke, and I can't. Uh, okay. <laughs> but um, what? The, I love South America. No. And I'm sure they and do. Central America. Both of them. I love all of America.
0: And I think the Nutra do really well in probably South America, where right. they have natural predators, yeah. where um, the rivers and lakes and water that systems they live on, I don't think are the same thing as, like, say, the... Louisiana wetland and delta system which is very dependent on plant root systems to keep the silts at like silt at bay yeah yeah to keep the The silts in place with runoff yeah and they also keep like the uh, so delta the delta itself is it think of it like sturdy soft sand Right. So it's very delicate, and part of it that keeps it there is like it's very diverse plant root system, and that keeps it from being washed out yeah, with stormlands. Yeah, and when you um, eat away at plant systems and dig in through root systems uh, during storm season, it washes more and Run more off. of the shore off.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah so
2: Georgia has a huge runoff issue. I try to make sure that I got a nice rooty yard so that it doesn't all (laughs) flood the high school that's next to my house.
0: Oh, you don't want to flood the band people keeping you up at night. I,
2: I really do want to flood those damn band people that keep yeah. me up at night. I do. I do. Like
0: going over your house, and I'm like, "What's going on?" You're like, "There's a football game." And
2: <laughs> you want to hear that? You want to hear who wins? Because I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> and you hear that? Oh, what's that song? It's always like something the band kids play. It's like the it's like with the trumpets. Oh, the this year. It, well, last
2: year, last it's like fall. their charge song. Last fall, they actually played Mr. Rogers. Theme song over and over and over and over and over.
0: Mr. Rogers? Like Welcome to the thing. Neighborhood? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was and then it, it was it, that and nice. then it turned into a band cheer. Mm-hmm. I was fine with it. Oh, I loved it. That, That's nostalgia. That yeah, sounds interesting. Nostalgia. I will say, like it was very fascinating to actually finally hear the crescendo at the yeah. end mm-hmm. that they had added from the Mr. Rogers song. Nice. That band uh band uh dude. Bands I'm. I also am low key jealous because I wanted to play saxophone. Well, my mom wouldn't let me. So oh. do
1: you make a bunch of noise complaints about the uh, the place that has loud whatever <laughs> that you moved into? Probably knowing that there was a high school nearby.
2: Uh, when me and my the real estate agent pulled up to the log cabin, I heard band practice. <laughs> but
1: then you have to make those noise. We get complaints like this all the time. Like
2: really,
1: not but not necessarily I middle schools. We knew. Okay. Oh no no no. <laughs> Can I, these fuckers know they where know. they moved.
2: You yeah, what, like you're near areas. the amphitheater. There's an amphitheater There's, right there.
1: Yeah, the, the people who I live near it. the music venue, and then also when they live fucking downtown. Yeah, and I'm like, you're downtown for a reason. That's where all the businesses That's are where and are all the bars. The noise is. And sometimes they have live music and shit. Mm-hmm. And you knew. You knew, you knew when you paid for that overpriced home, but to, to make to those be goddamn next noise to it, complaints,
2: deliberately to be next to yes. it. Yes, my mom moved into her house in 1994 before the amphitheater was ever built. Uh, That's okay. fair. Back when our town was the sticks. That's basically.
1: fair. But like I don't, our- I don't have that much sympathy for people who live near those places and make noise complaints all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like. Okay. My- you knew it was there before you moved there, or maybe you should move further away from. Yeah, people. maybe, uh,
2: maybe move. Like,
1: why that. are you? No, <laughs> what are you doing?
0: I I find that funny because I can. Uh, the amphitheater. Uh, my job is like maybe. 10 minutes from the amphitheater yeah, i can hear right there i can hear bands from it like every now and then like certain mm-hmm. bands i'm like we go outside they're, and they're right, like what's the that city. what's yeah. that sound i'm like uh oh, they must have a concert going on the
2: amphitheater my mom's an audiophile so you know childhood house you know been there for mm-hmm over 20 years. 1994, how long is that? I mean,
1: I wouldn't like living near... 1994,
2: that's three years younger than my little sister. She turned 30, so 27 years. 27 years in that house. Yeah. And my mom is an audiophile, so she'll actually Google who's playing that night. Yeah, you can kind of get a free concert. Yeah, she sits out on the screen and porch, she's like, I love this band. She doesn't sound like that. She's more like, I love this band. You she's
1: not 90 years
2: old. (laughs) I love the the who. (laughs) This is is a good band oh those young boys are doing such a good job
0: nowadays yeah. i just imagine
2: your mom going oh
0: i miss the rock opera tommy by the who
1: but you can you can get a free concert yeah yeah you can choose to enjoy it or you can yeah i don't know you can be a you can be
2: a negative Nancy, or you can be or, a silly or savvy.
1: move don't like regularly call in those complaints i just think it's petty hey everybody <laughs> Ru don't be petty. We has some thoughts about this, too.
0: Well, actually, Rue had thoughts because all the kittens c- gathered on the crate and did not come to her.
1: Now she feels left
0: out. She's like, I'm a cat, too. You can't sit on know. top
1: of the crate. Rue. <laughs> Rue, you're 80 pounds. You can't sit on top. Rue.
0: She's, like, sitting on the couch, kind of, like, grumbling. She's all
1: the way across the room, just, like, grumble, growling. She's
2: grumbling. At that. She doesn't at want tree. us to talk about uh, noise complaints. No. <laughs> no, she's, she's staring right
1: at the kittens who specifically left her out. mean. <laughs> Anyway. So
2: anyway, nutria rats. Uh
0: n- n- yeah, nutria rats are um they're very social. Mm-hmm. They actually live in large colonies and re- uh reproduce well and quickly. Um a female can have two or three litters every year and each litter consists of 5 to 7 young. Nice. So these animals mature quickly, remain with their mother for only a month or two, and some areas booming with Nutra populations have troublesome as the animal develops, uh, develops a taste for farm fare. So they'll like go into crop areas, mm-hmm. and like um, I know rice and sugar cane, at least in our area, was something that could get hit by Nutra. Right. So it's one of those things. It's like, oh, this is a rodent that can reproduce really well. Yeah, well, that's really fast. That's insane. Yeah. So why do you guys think Nutri-Rats found their home in the good old US of A? Was it boats? Boat. Was it boats? Yeah. Well, I think they got here via boats, but the reason yeah, maybe fast. they were brought in.
2: Yeah. Um, to, to, for food? For livestock? For farms. For farms. Okay. Fur For farms. Fur. Fur. Farms. Fur. Four farms. No. Fur farms. Four fur farms. farms. Four fur farms. Do they
1: have nice coats?
2: Yes. Does water so, run off their back easily, like with beavers? <laughs>
0: so, what it is so the outer coat, Nutra's coats are like brown and yellowish. Outer hair looks shaggy and unappealing, but mm-hmm. covers a lush fur undercoat. Also called Nutra. Mm hmm.
2: That's what the fur is like. This is nutria. Oh, this is nutria fur. I just want to wear swamp rat on my head.
0: Yes. So it was popular for use in clothing and farmed mm. and trapped for its fur.
2: Right. So back in hangout, cats were a big thing back in the day. Oh well, also just staying warm. Eh, it's Louisiana. Well,
0: I don't, okay, so I don't Look, think
2: the fur was sold that much was in
0: Louisiana. It shipped to England. Yes, the in the West north. Indian Because col- I also <laughs> don't think Nutra, like, survives well in colder climates, so it needs right. to be farmed in these warm climates. And then mm. the fur and product, which you make a lot of money, but then still live in the cheaper area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is very, very, very good. Right. Not not good, but it, it makes you a profit. Right. Um
2: I am going to Under- my
0: link. Uh
2: what okay. do you think?
0: So um they're in this article, it's specifically they're native to Argentina. Argentina. To be more specific than mm-hmm. just South America. Mm-hmm. And they're found their way to the States in the nineteen thirties. So basically, um In the 1930s, uh, they're like, hey, you have some land. You want something that's cheap to produce. It produces quickly because it makes well. It does make well for fur farming because get a small amount, have a lot, then sell them. And then the collapse of the fur industry, I think, in the 40s. Yep, because of the Hat Rebellion. We all remember that. (laughs) I think it had more to do with... um, Industrial Revolution, synthetics, or or even just better woven cloth, Mm. cotton, wool, things like that. Post war, post World War Two.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: So then they're like, "Well, this they had all these nutra that weren't going to give them profit." Yeah. So they released. Just released them. They just released them. They they pulled a pita and just released them where they stood. Like
2: a bunch of morons.
0: <laughs> so uh there is actually apparently I didn't know about this till I um looked into this. Um there is an urban legend, myth mm. that it was mm. one particular fur farmer of uh Tabasco sauce fame. Oh, okay. Uh, Mr. uh Mc- Mc- oh no, I'm not saying that right. Let's
2: see where it is. Tabasco sauce. Ugh. It's a hard day. I, it looks like McClennie. McClennie? I can't tell if, no, those are definitely two, that's an. I think it's an I in the L. That is because there's one pixel off and I can see it. I'm going to go with McClenny because even if there's an I in there, how do you use it? McClenny. Mc- I right, let Mc- me. McClenney. Um Family who
0: own Tabasco. Uh,
2: does anyone know what Tabasco is? Uh, it's a hot sauce in my bag, Swag. Yeah, Tabasco. Love Tabasco. Tabasco sauce Tabasco- is good. On scrambled eggs, on fries. This is our In your pod. eyeball, like your uh mm, like your like your from Jackass.
0: <laughs> so after a quick Google, Heath, what is your your guess?
1: It's possibly McKilheny. Um, yeah, McKilney. It it has a very subtle uh eye after MC, so
0: McKehenney? Uh, I don't know. McKillaney. Well anyway. I'm a bad Louisiana native who can't pronounce the founder of the Tabasco company. Because the factory is like in Louisiana. Normally you
1: don't have that kind of sound after. No. yeah. Anyway.
0: I did,
2: look. I more French look, I, like I did really well. Name. I learned how to <laughs> say
0: Miss Boudreaux at a very young age when I remember my uh, kindergarten teacher writing her name on the board and I looked at that name. You were like,
2: there are 17 extra letters that I did not need. There was a
0: million vowels and I'm like, oh, I'm never good. I looked at this and I'm like, i can't say her name ever i'm just not going to talk to my teacher and like their teacher-, teacher well no the teacher actually would i'm going to teach you guys how to pronounce my name
2: Dude, this is going to be a whole day lesson
0: <laughs> no she did she's like miss Boudreau. and we're like oh i was like you just have to say two sounds mm-hmm. as a speech achievement child i was i was fine with that but then i started to learn that i
2: hated french Ah, uh, yeah because it was lies french is full of lies I think uh, to that, I would say désolé if I'm not mistaken. Or is that congratulations? It's either I'm sorry or... No, oh, I don't know. So, I, uh,
0: whatever small amount of... Like, other than, like, random, like, French words I, I knew from... Like, I delete most of that. Yeah,
1: my, uh, my elementary school classes started learning French for that program or whatever. Apparently, our college kids, like, had to stop doing it, so we just didn't have French lessons anymore, mm-hmm. so...
2: Oh uh, yeah, no desolate. Idea. Yeah, I'm terribly sorry. No, it's okay.
0: So the so back to the the drama of the McClinney or McKinney or whatever their name was. Uh, right. The the. So, they were actually the ones blamed for it for years. Uh, this is the urban legend. Okay. So, um, they bought Nutra Rats to expand uh, into the fur trade since their sauce company was doing so well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they brought the Nutra Rat from South America to the Avery Islands, as the story went. But a hurricane blew down the Nutra Rat pen, releasing them into the wild. I mean, the myth has held for decades, sometimes perpetrated by the families themselves. Apparently, oh, my gosh. Because they like the... Uh, the drama. They, they like the drama, yeah. it's they a nice drama. drama. Um yeah. Apparently, according to this article, which I will link, uh, five years ago compared to 2013, Mm -hmm. so over five years ago, a historian hired by the family, which I don't know if we can trust this historian, it was hired by the family, um, mm. found that—well, okay, well, what he found was the family records had that McClenney— bought Nutri-Rats from St. Bernard Parish fur dealer in 1938. So he didn't, okay. he wasn't the one who started the Nutri-Rat trade. He just he jumped in. He participated. Yeah. Yeah. And he did eventually set the neutral rats loose, but not because of hurricane damage, oh, uh, says yeah. the historian curator <laughs> quoted by a newspaper article. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also says that he is confident that, most of this uh, low, low like hubbub is a myth. It's like just because right. you know some color, and and also it's like, well, you did you, your lies about like, oh, the hurricane knocked over the pins. Whoops. Oops, couldn't, I just couldn't catch him. I tried, I had a net and everything. I threw yeah. some Pokeballs, nothing happened.
1: <laughs>
2: they are big Pokemon, that's really all they are.
0: They are, I'm actually kind of, well, I mean, they have a lot of mm-hmm. rodent Pokemon. Like, I think Rattata could be a good, even though it's supposed to be a rat too, so. Uh, Rattata, and yeah. like, uh, Rattata. Rattata, there's Rattata, Raticade, the, uh, uh, Rad- Raticade yeah. is who I'm thinking of because
2: the big teeth. But yeah, I agree. I think Radicate because Radito is purple and tiny, and Radicate is big and orange and fuzzy, and it's got that weird rat tail. Yeah, so
0: I thought that was kind of interesting. I did also I've mentioned before, but I I did think they weren't real things. I thought they were. I will say I did urban re- legends. Yeah, urban, bears from Australia. Yeah, like some kid in like elementary school is like, "Yeah, I went out and saw a Neutra. I'm like, "No, you didn't." And they're like, no, you "Yeah, didn't Blake." No, and they're like, no, it like ate my dog or something. And then the Nutraret broke into my house and ate
2: my pizza bites. Yeah, but they're like, they're like menace to a I lot drank of things. All my high C and Sunny D. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, my Capri Sun was totally rampaged.
1: All they had was orange juice. All the Sunny D was gone.
2: All my koala bites, my Lunchables. <laughs> Your lunchables, not my, my
0: daughter, lunchables. <laughs> uh, oh my god! It's apparently also Neutra has uh, been declared an invasive species and been found in at least twenty states. And most oh. recently, made its way to California That's because nice. of the high production rate and lack of population control. Too bad
1: they're not smaller, so cats can take them out.
2: Yeah, yeah, A cat would.
1: They're bigger. Than, they're bigger than cats. A lot of cats. I understand, yeah. Maybe if cats were able to work together. <laughs> <laughs> if they can
2: their powers combined. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't want cats getting mauled by those giant orange teeth. Pumas. Pumas? Bobcats. Bobcats. Oh. There's
1: clearly not enough of those, though. We
2: need more wolves. That's what it comes down yeah. to.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and yeah, as I've said before on this podcast, we just yeah. gotta add wolves, add wolves and it'll probably solve this problem was, and nothing bad will happen. I'm down. I'm Swamp ready wolves? To... We don't have those.
0: Coyotes. Okay, so uh, I think we've learned a lesson. Uh, uh, we're not doing a whole invasive species like a bunch of different invasive species but they've done that before. They, mm-hmm. like, Australia's one of the, the issues they, the like, toads. yeah, where they Rabbits. They, they got They got another species in. They're like, oh, we're having issues with this one thing. We'll bring another species in to take it. Mm -hmm. Well, that didn't work. Well, I got an idea. I got this other species. How about we bring that one in? Fuck, we're just fucking up the ecosystem. I don't know how this went wrong. It reminds me of the um, the
1: care of the first invasive species. It worked.
2: Well, it's like that old. How many kiwis are left? Really? Mm. Save the kiwi. Little kiwi bird. Cute little bird. They're really precious. They are cute.
0: Um, but yeah, it's like that uh, nursery rhyme. They, uh, like, she like, swallowed a fly, so she fall. What she swallowed yeah. a spider to catch the fly. fly swallowed oh, the frog to oh.
2: catch the spider. Stop oh, swallow the cat to catch
0: the the the, swallow, swallow the, dog the dog to catch, catch the cat. The cat.
2: Swallow the horse. Swallow the horse because it. I don't know. Yeah. I think
1: in this situation, freak. We, <laughs> we yeah kill the person who started this. <laughs> I mean,
0: that well, solves it. Oh, all, eating animals. All I was saying is maybe be careful about invasive species you let loose on your areas.
2: Um yeah, don't, don't let an animal loose for you. Don't buy goldfish from the pet store and let it loose in your pond because goldfish aren't invasive species. Mm-hmm. They're not meant for you. You're not doing anyone any favors. Stop it. Stop. You're not God. Stop trying to be God. We, we, God's not real, everybody. What, what, God's not real. What
0: was the uh, what was the quote from Jurassic Park? Oh, we, nature finds a way. No, not that. The uh, we never we asked if we could. We never asked
2: if we, we should. should. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: Well, at least if it's the goldfish, and if it doesn't have a way to reproduce, it's just that one goldfish.
2: Oh, there's been some crazy, like destroyed ponds because people decided to just. Release a bunch of goldfish. Okay, well, that
0: that's different.
1: Like one, because
2: well, yeah, no, it's never just one. one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it's not like well, you're not talking about, you're talking about ponds that was on their property, not like a dugout pond and you put some fish to help. Yeah, control. no, if you have like a sustained
2: koi pond that's yeah. like professionally maintained, like actually, I have a buddy made, does yeah. that for a living. My own. No, I'm talking about like A natural you know, pond, yeah. natural ponds that have been there since like Yeah BC. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, that
0: that's different,
2: but yeah. um.
0: Nutra damage, uh, we talked about for, uh, kind of, they burrow into noticeable things, but they also uh, issue, they have in areas of Louisiana and Texas, for instance, is um, there's something called a levee mm. in a lot of areas because of flooding. Right. Guess right. what? Nutra like to dig into levees Those and cause levee damages. So they that's cause what, that's what they can damage our flood control options that do cause flooding and help Mm -hmm. road banks um they um go after crops such as um corn milo sugar beets alfalfa wheat barley oats peanuts rice various melons and vegetables Mm -hmm. um they known how to disrupt areas where like crayfish are um farmed and managed uh they also have to feed on seedlings of bald cypress which one of the most pretty swamp trees you'll ever see a bald cypress like i love the fact that you like the roots because they're that that classic swamp tree where you see all the roots like raised up and then they're just very tall and like they they're tall and skinny like they're skinny and the plants are all like way up top like the leaves are but it's like mostly like you're kind of looking at someone like kneeling into the water in my opinion
1: it's the South. Can't we just have the hunters focus on nutrient rats all the time?
0: Actually, there is that. We'll yeah. get into that. We'll get into because the I know control management. To like,
1: obviously, it would. You could still drastically lessen the population.
0: Yeah, you can't actually. That is, And there would
1: be less damage. Therefore, I know it wouldn't be possible to get all of them because yeah. they reproduce so quickly.
2: Yeah, yeah. and Americans they're... already tried to
1: eradicate squirrels, and it didn't work. Yeah, Um Four squirrels not supposed to be here?
2: Uh no, we just hated them.
1: Yeah, okay, that's why. So so it was like I don't I don't agree with houses. That's different. Yeah. It's an invasive species.
2: My point being I don't like animals
1: being murdered, but they should never have been released here.
2: Yeah. My point being is that you're right. Like, you know, it'll definitely tamp down the population, but you wouldn't be able to get them
1: all. Yeah. Yeah. But if you know, Southerners like hunting so much. (laughs) We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon dot com slash pet parents pod anything and everything can help we would appreciate your support pet dot com also lists that we are a bark box affiliate so any special offers that we have which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed are going to be on that page there's a link to bark box under the ways to support page on the website we also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special officers are going on anytime you subscribe to bark box using the link barkboxcom dot com slash pet parents pod get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription if you enjoy our content spread the word tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers now back to your regularly scheduled episode
0: well i'll get into that because this is actually how our story will wrap back around to actual being involved with pets because i swear to god this ties back to pets okay. well,
1: that kind of hunting is actually good for the Yes, apparently.
0: that's actually part of a lot of conservationist efforts mm-hmm. because there is should be a certain amount of controlling they're causing species. a problem to
1: everything that belongs there
0: yeah especially when Predator species, like, we we talked about this a little bit with wolf dog episodes where, like, wolves were taken out of a territory and then, like, deer and things, like, started to run rampant because they didn't have the natural predators. Yeah,
1: there has to be a balance. But these don't even belong in the equation. Yes.
0: Also, uh, Nutra have a impact on public health and safety because they uh, carry several pathogens, which include tuberculosis, septicemia, and they can infect people, pets, and livestock. In okay. addition, they carry parasites such as blood flukes, tapeworms, and liver flukes.
1: Yeah, I just want hunters to work on that for us.
2: Tapeworms yeah. are, my, are my personal nightmare. That's right. Really, yeah.
1: yeah, it's gross. That's,
2: that's, my, that's the very sad thing. Because their urine can
0: contaminate drinking supplies and swimming areas.
1: Cool. So, hunters... So... I don't I mean, usually advocate just, for animals being murdered, but, like, invasive species like this, that's... They're do doing so much damage. So, in
0: 1997, executive order that directs USDA provides national leadership on the oversight of managing invasive species such as nutria. So, there are um, actual things. In Louisiana's first particular times of the year i think during breeding seasons you hunt nutras you turn in their tail and you get six bucks for it cool yeah that's what they did with the squirrels it's a good incentive people sell the fur and
1: squirrels killed with these
0: yeah so like that's a big thing they'll they'll hunt nutra and they um also they'll sell the fur and then they'll use the meat for alligator bait right not sure you know these are swamp folk
2: yeah Yeah. use
0: all the body use all the body (laughs) use every part so part of this uh i actually have a fun story about how um a a a a gentleman hunter a gentleman hunter a, a swamp rat hunting fellow um found a additional use for nutri rat meat so, um, this man is named, this is from a local paper called the Laf- the Lafayette Daily Advisory. Mm-hmm. So, our story revolves around the company Marsh Dogs, is what Marsh Dog. Marsh Dog, which was founded in 2012 by siblings Hansel Harlan and Vinnie Harlan. And the third sibling, Greta Kelly, and her husband, Bob, came on Good board. Lord. Um They're all... <laughs> avid dog lovers <laughs> rooted in South Louisiana and they love ah no you clicked off how dare you um th- they love wildlife they love the wetlands and they're mm. like oh no neutral that's a bad problem and it's destructive and ah as we just talked about. Mm. Um but uh th- and they have the like I said Louisiana has a incentivized to remove them from the wetlands uh, with the bounty expanse, but also, um, there's this meat that they have all this meat that can't like be That's used. And they were curious about food, like food for their dogs, because they apparently had a dog who had like tons of chronic allergies, like allergic to everything, right? And so, um, they were constantly looking for dietary solutions. So, Vinny, um, started talking to
1: i assume is it is it not safe for people to eat
0: it's just not flavorful from okay. what i was reading i'm gonna go back to my other article too because um, it's summed it up a little better so um basically the article surrounds an actual um guy who hunts the Nutra, mm-hmm. who works for this company uh, but uh so, from like 10 a.m. to uh, 3 p.m., he goes out hunting neutra, and he can get at least 120 neutra rats a week, uh, about 6,000 a season. And if, like, he brings his dogs to hunt with them too. And for the longest time, him and the other um, hunters basically skinned them for their fur, sold the tails for $10 and then used the rest. But then another reason they were looking to do was rats as treats and uh it was a pet food company co-founded to use wild rat as a main ingredient for dog treats huh. because of um like I said they had a dog who was the reason that actually who they named the company after mm-hmm. Marsh Dog um do, 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 do. They named their dog Marsh? No, it's a Cajun word. Uh, Chat du Marshall. Uh du Marshall? It's, it, it's French for marsh dog. Gotcha. But here, I'll, I'll let you see if you can pronounce it. It's that dang French again.
2: Chant du Marshall? Chant du Looks like Chant de Marais. It could be Marshall. I could see that being. Oh, but it's I, I'm also I'm, usually that S is always silent. With it, chant du marais.
0: Chant uh. du marais. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, sure.
2: But I apologize, everybody.
0: But yes, so Harlan came up with this meat thanks to his dog who had chronic allergies, like I mentioned, Mm -hmm. and he developed a uh, recipe that didn't trigger it. Um, He actually talked to Jennifer Hugh uh, manuel a biologist for the state's Wildlife and Fishery Department, basically saying like, hey – this is an interesting idea is this safe to eat? and so they did some tests with that person and they're discovered they're high in protein low in cholesterol so they are a good option yeah, nice. so um, they developed this uh, I like their little tagline hang on um, basically they developed this company as another way to process the meat use it but also hopefully because of the demand for the treat increase the demand for hunting nutri rat that's awesome yeah and it and a healthy alternative for the fact that um it's not going to waste That's it's great. not going to waste mm-hmm. it's a good uh option if your dog's allergic to a lot of things yeah. it's uh, lower cholesterol than beef um nice. it's so it's a healthier alternative and ideally um the idea is they're tr- they're trying to take out the population so like this is a company that was designed to also relieve taxpayers of uh, because all of the money that goes to paying for the tails is from the Louisiana taxpayers. So if this right. company buys up the meat and the stuff, then it saves money for the taxpayers. Mm. But they're hoping that quote, like Vinnie uh, Harlan said, our ultimate goal is to go out of business because right. ideally awesome. they they want to hunt Nutria right. to extinction in the right. area. Yeah. So that's actually – this article I found years back, mm. and this was actually the idea for doing this invasive species episode was because I thought it was an interesting, creative way of
1: like, – Trying to solve that issue.
0: And like also – Everything is a
1: win about this.
0: Yeah, it's not wasteful. It's mm. taking care of an invasive species. It's dogs
1: who can use it.
0: Yeah. Right. I would love to try this. I think you can buy it online. Um, I have it because I'm lazy. Dogs
1: are also, have sensitive Fat,
2: tons. but the special co- babies—they okay, are they fat. special. Fat. They are not fat. My dogs are also fat. Yes, they are not, they're not. But it angels. But I, I like
0: it. It's like named after their dog for their dog and for so cute. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. I was gonna Google their company for the treats because they they mix it with um fruit so like their their flavors are like mixed with like grain-free cranberry, cranberry carrots carrot. and blueberry yeah blueberry
2: <clears throat> that seems to be they're corn wheat free all-natural wetland friendly a louisiana product eco sustainable noble protein nothing artificial yeah
0: So I definitely would like to try these someday. I think they, mm-hmm. um, they're they not expensive either because I'm looking at, like, they're about 10 bucks a treat, 10 bucks for a bag of treats. And they have um, sweet potato brown rice recipe, which probably what I'd try with our dogs because that's probably the most gentle on their stomach. Yeah. But this was also developed for a dog with sensitive stomach, mm-hmm. so I would be
2: curious probably, to see.
0: It would be fun. It's like, oh, yeah, their favorite treats, you know, Nutra. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, So, it looks like Marsh Dog announced an agreement to sell to Chasing Our Tails. Uh, Let's see. Closure of the 10-year-old Baton Rouge-based company elicited a flood of responses from environmental organizations, government agencies, retailers, and customers who support Marsh Dog's efforts to harness the free... Market in addressing an environmental oh no, challenge. What is the new
1: company going to do? Oh, no, Wild sh-
2: nutria destroy wetlands and many. This actually sounds good. Wild nutria destroy wetlands in many parts of the country, but the uh, greatest damage occurs in Louisiana. Some 400,000 of these semi aquatic ant- mammals must be removed annually to prevent coastal erosion, mm-hmm. a problem that affects the entire nation. Hansel Harland, uh, president of Marsh Dog, said we believe strongly in using the healthy, nutritious, and eco-sustainable protein of nutria rather than seeing it wasted. Uh, Dog odors agree and a grassroots movement began. Uh, Our family is thrilled to place Marshland in the capable hands of Chasing Our Tails owner, Stephen Trachtenberg. Okay. That so that was a lot of consonances in a row. The same goal. Wh- whom we know will continue the work we began, converting dogs into canine conservationists
0: with little hats. Ah! Okay, chasing your tails is another. It looks like it's a,
1: So it's just expanding the effort, probably. The, it they're,
0: looks they're, like they. It looks like they're passing it off. It looks like they sold their company. No, to, I know, but I'm saying like, yeah.
1: is chasing your tails trying to make it a bigger? I don't know effort instead of like I did
0: not anyway. research that because I read an article know, and then yeah. did research let's on see, New Direct. let's see what
2: this is uh, Chasing Our Tails is based in southern Minnesota okay uh, and a U.S. is a U.S. Uh, leader in manufacturing of premium single and limited ingredient U.S. source uh, U.S. source treats and chews okay The company was established in 2009 by Trachtenberg and operates in over 100,000 square feet manufacturing space. Chasing Our Tails is dedicated to providing quality U.S. made products in a variety of uh, identifiable proteins and uh, has strengthened its brand through its distinct innovation and vertical integration. Oh, I hate that. That's that's vertical integration is the most salesy. sales. Uh, yeah. That's I uh, I, I'm
0: like, listen, oh, it's like, my God. Oh, you mean acquiring smaller companies yeah, and under an umbrella straight up? <laughs> no, no, no. I yeah. mean, it doesn't sound like a bad company yeah. because it, it just sounds like they do a lot of niche treats and it makes sense because it's more
2: expensive to take care of one particular niche treat. Right. Yeah. It looks like it falls in line with what they're already doing, but here's yeah. a quote from Trachtenberg. Okay. Um, We are excited to welcome Marsh Dog to our family of brands. We look forward to continuing the legacy of the Harlan family's work while expanding the product line to include other U.S. invasive species. Oh. Okay, so like what you were saying. Okay. Okay. Our first line addition will be Asian carp, which is an invasive species in Minnesota. Oh, the fish we were talking about. uh, He's Minnesotan, so i got to do the accent. We firmly believe that every canine can help in the conservation effort and that marsh dog (laughs) will be an integral part of a solution in invasive species. In doing so, we can change the face of novel protein treat options, don't you know?
0: That's actually, I like that. That was a fun thing that I didn't know that I enjoy. And also, that's really cool that they're like, hey, if this meat is safe to eat, let's use it to give our animals nice, tasty treats.
2: I smell that the next treat option is going to (laughs) be (laughs) lionfish. Isn't that poisonous to eat? Uh, look, if you snip off the barbs, the yeah, to say it's are... just the
1: spine things. Oh,
2: yeah. the spine things. But it is are... very, it's, an incredibly it's a incredibly invasive species. It's yeah. be a problem, yeah. Yeah. Very beautiful, though. They're very beautiful. I've I seen them at the aquariums. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was kind of my whole thing was, uh, Nutri bad, and this person's like, you know what? My dogs allergic to everything. You want to eat some Nutri Rat? Here. Come, this rat on come stick. here, you. Marsh dog? I named my dog French for marsh dog. <laughs> Come here, Marshy!
2: Come on, Marsh dog!
0: That's so precious. But they named their dog Dog. Marsh Dog. I mean, it sounded well, nicer because it's in French. I'm fully gonna
2: name my next dog Dog. You just go, that's Dog. Just like I named my cat Boy. Oh, Boy.
0: Well, his, his, his. oh yeah, I
2: still. His new official name is Boyd. Yeah, Whenever Boyd. I'm mad at him. Oh, Boyd. Boyd? I still, I'll
0: never get over the fact that, like, I did not know, I thought boy's name was always boy. I thought it was just that. And then you're like, oh, Ribbon was giving me, I'm like, what the fuck is Ribbon? Who the fuck is Ribbon? It's like, oh, boy, you know, Ribbon. You've met Ribbon. You've met Ribbon. Ribbon. I'm like, Ribbon. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I think I named, I was like, Bella Cupcake. Is Cupcake's real name, Ribbon? Because that kind of makes, makes sense.
2: And then you were like, no, it's boy. Boy is boy. Ribbon. He's my sweet little ribbon baby. <laughs> He's my precious little twinkle toe. I He's,
0: still love the story. He goes out in the streets. He's boy.
2: What's up? My name's boy. <laughs> ribbon! Ribbon! Come home, Fluffy!
0: Anyway, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it sounded better. In French Rosie's, Rosie's
2: nickname is Fifi. Oh, yeah, Fifi. She's a like buff as fuck. <laughs> she's a little Fifi. I'm Fifi. I'm here to fuck you up. What's up? My name's Fifi. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mom calls me Fifi.
0: Any other oh, so what are your dream invasive species you want them to make dog treats out
2: of? Um I think a uh, zebra cra- zebra clams. That okay. Be, that would be a good invasive species. Um Australian Australian rabbit. What? I would like them because rabbits are not native to Australia. They
0: oh, oh, Australia okay. Are. I thought there was
2: a specific breed called the Australian rabbit. And I was like, they're rabbits not. Rabbits with an Australian accent. They deserve to be uh-uh. turned into food. That's fine. Cane toads, like I said. Cane toads. Uh, there's like a big mouse outbreak. I don't know if mice, there are, I think there are some rodent species that are native to Australia, but there's like regular mice, like field mice came over there. They just have like these horrible mice outbreaks.
0: That is, like, Australia is an interesting place, because it's one of the most highly concentrated, like, murder animal places. Like... I think our
2: our mutual... I feel like that's just, like, them trying to pretend to be badass and all just a bunch of coffee I don't, and pie
0: eaters i mean i don't think no i think like just their wildlife <laughs> is to be guy, dangerous
2: we're gonna get one guy joining discord who's gonna
0: be he's gonna well, call us all cunts star had leave. No, no no star had like a friend in australia and she mm. would like randomly send star pictures and be like oh that's so pretty he's like oh yeah this if it bites you it will kill this you this will kill you it's like, oh, dear God. Oh, yeah, it just kind of lives near my house. I would love to go to Australia oh, and <laughs> no. die. Yeah, that sounds great. That'd be great. Go let's, go, let's all go to Australia. I think
1: that's what everyone does who goes to Australia. They almost die. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean... It's yeah, the only place support. that had who got defeated by ostrich or emus. Yep, that's right. The emu war. Yeah. Wasn't I going to do an episode on that? We did, did an I? episode. We did. Well, we already did it. Okay, we did a lot we... time ago now. Thank God. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that. Remember, we? I we thought you Van were on. joking, and we had Van on
2: because Van has an emu. I remember now. Yeah, there was a portion of that episode where it you turned guys, into when, fun fact history. When this ep- when when this podcast shuts off, I forget everything yeah
1: (laughs) well it's recorded so you don't have to remember
2: yeah good because i'm
0: not gonna go back and listen to anything yeah like my older sister came to visit and we were at the dog park and she was like what's your new episode about i just out of curiosity i'm like kip do you remember what the topic was nope it was three days ago
2: (laughs) no idea no idea that was last week's episode that played by the way guys Uh, all i uh, my three brain cells are firmly dedicated into work yeah once i clock out Mm-hmm. just putting time you you just
0: put delete it from your ma- hashtag it, deleted it makes it i mean that also like by the way i was taking like a customer complaint over something and i was just it wasn't really a complaint but it was like something i had to notify because i might not be there when she calls back or whatever and i was like i took her name another shift took her name and then i got off the phone and then someone needed me and i came back to finish writing the text to the chat and i was like shit what was her name and i like look into the other shift and i was like do you know her name and she's like no and i'm like Barbara Ann I have her receipts I have the receipts but we just didn't get her name on the receipt which I know why because the voided receipt probably had her name and the reprinted Uh, because it was a void garbage you had to stalk her gotcha
2: yeah
0: well Well, no, I just needed to explain what had happened, because the thing is, she gonna call back, and if she calls back, we can't do anything, she has to call another number, but she was driving, so she couldn't take the other number, because I'm like, if you take this number, you can just call this number if the thing doesn't happen, and she's like, well, I'm driving, so I can't take this number, I'm like, okay.
1: Couldn't she have called later when she wasn't driving?
0: I was like, okay, no, she gonna wait and see if the charge is clear, which okay. they probably will. Yeah. yeah probably. Yep. 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 That's how weekends work. Well, I really
1: like this effort to uh, turn invasive species into healthy dog treats.
0: Yes, or uh, pet treats
2: in general.
1: Yeah.
2: No. Like if and then it's... that's
1: an incentive to hunt them because they're causing just so much damage. Yeah. Yeah. Like the
2: goats of the Galapagos Islands. Goats? hmm Did, Did you they... hear about that story? No. no I, I don't I know a ton of them. I
1: imagine about... goats being there, but obviously that's why they're invasive. I'm
2: assuming they brought them over for... So that was kind of like a thing that people used to do back in the day when they started sailing around the world. They'd bring they livestock, bring goats, and livestock, dump them off in an island, just any island, and then have livestock the live there. Okay. And then when they shipped back and forth, they could stop at an island, grab a couple of goats, slaughter them, eat them, you know. That makes go. sense. So those goats basically destroyed the ecosystem for galapagos turtles oh and also uh sailors would eat the galapagos turtles because it turns out galapagos t- turtles can survive a very 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 long time on their back upside down in the dark oh. without food or
1: water oh my god So you just
2: bring it it's like a it's like a to-go snack oh no on a months-long voyage and then you can just you know crack a turtle open and I mean, but
0: this, this is, is very This is, this is yeah. also during the time of whaling and yeah. things like that. So I know, you know, but the
1: they, way that they stored them. Oh my god!
2: So in sailors a- are not humane people. <laughs> yeah. Also, in the Galapagos Island, they're actually getting a little bit more res- restrictive on who can go because you will bring seed pods on your pants mm-hmm. legs mm-hmm. and just schluff off onto. The Galapagos, and then basically, like, now there's, like, house ferns and shit growing there. That's like, crazy. The like, you know, yard grass and bullshit like that. Just that... growing in the Galapagos. They have to, like, I don't know if they can do anything about that. I mean. But it's, like. That's crazy. Yeah, so
0: invasive species them. are bad. Everyone kind of yeah. knows. That their name's invasive species.
2: They had to, in order to save the Galapagos turtles, recently, I think it was, like, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm they had to, like, shoot them all, basically. Just find them in helicopters and try to shoot them all. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's a whole NPR story about it. it was they had
0: to crazy. shoot the turtles to save no, the No, shoot, oh, shoot,
1: shoot the goats.
0: Oh, shoot the goats. Yeah, I was like...
1: No, that would be horrible. I
0: was like, yeah, I don't understand blothers, that. Also, that blend.
1: seems a lot harder, because was like, better at blending. Yeah. Well,
0: my brain went, was there a turtle-like virus going, and they were trying mm. to shoot the infected before they spread the zombie virus? Oh yeah. No, you, okay, goats. Goats make I
1: more okay, sense. A virus that wouldn't make any sense, because their bodies I, would still...
2: I you know. don't know, that's why I was confused. But it, it became really hard for them to find, like, the last of the goats, so then they came up with a strategy where if you find a goat, you just chase it in the helicopter and it'll immediately go to its friends. And then you can shoot them all at the same time.
0: <laughs> I feel bad. Like, I get it. the goat shouldn't be there in the first place, but I kind of feel goats are kind
2: of like. They're- yeah, the lady who was telling the story was very mad about it. Aww. If I remember. I, I heard it a couple of years ago.
0: I mean, I get it. They're not supposed to be there. It's not the goat's fault that they got dropped on an island. I know, like- they
2: didn't want to be on the island to begin with.
1: I kind of wish they could relocate the goats. Those are easier I, than... It's, cost,
2: it's I, the house. I, I think they did end up
1: doing that. Because that would be a lot easier than something, <laughs> than something like Nutri-Rats, <laughs> right. where they can just hide really easily. Yeah. Dunters, and they reproduce so much faster than goats. Yes. Yeah. That's different.
2: Anyway, it's done now. Uh,
0: so let's just stop dropping Please animals. stop bringing animals where they so don't belong in
1: different time, regions.
2: next time you go on your cross-sea voyage with your pirate gang, mm-hmm. and you have to bring livestock. Don't drop it off on the club
1: Keep the livestock okay. with you, even though living on a ship sounds horrible. Just hunt for livestock. whales
2: like well,
0: normal people. Well, okay, let's just not live on <laughs> ships.
1: Yeah, there's that too. You can just not live on How ships.
0: How about just stay put Why, in, uh... why do people want to go... I always find it weird. People want to go in the middle of the ocean that they can't really survive in regularly people mm-hmm. want to go out into space where you definitely can't survive regularly mm-hmm. people want to go up into high extreme mountains of cold where you can't survive regularly yep. why do people want to go places why don't they want to stay home
1: well molly is a assume now too oh yeah i we're assume not they talking. feel like they're spitting on the face of god when they do it so yes
2: yeah. yeah we all want to feel like we're spitting on no the face of god. i want great. to
0: stay comfy and cozy in my
1: house yeah i would like my house
0: Everyone's
2: a couch person, and I'm there's a couch a person. in the face of God, people. Yeah, <laughs> there needs to be less of them. <laughs> there needs to be less of them. Maybe need I'm to a, not. I'm, I'm a very solid
0: half and half. I mean, I like going and seeing pretty things. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't mind going to a botanical garden, going to on a nice hike, seeing a pretty thing. Yeah. Now, if you're like, I have this extreme, let's go backpack up the tallest mountain where you cannot breathe. I'm like, no. Go to
1: Mount Everest where people die all the time and,
0: and it's, it's,
1: there's too many people doing that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm, just right. going, I'm just going to go to the caves in Alabama. That's my next goal. Oh, which ones? Oh, uh, the walls of Jericho. Oh, okay. I've we been worked... to the DeSoto Caves. Let me write that down. I've never heard of that.
0: It's in Alabama. I
1: think I've been there.
0: It's the DeSoto Caverns. I, went I don't remember my...
1: the name of most of the caves that it I've gone cool. to. It was cool. Most of them have been in Alabama, though. Yes. that's where I lived for a very long time.
0: I went with my cousin and my sister and my brother-in-law, I think, was on that trip. It was near Birmingham, so it's not far.
2: Yeah, this is just a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah,
0: it's cool. They have a cavern tour. You walk around. They turn off the lights in the cavern, so you get to I be love in complete that. My darkness. Part.
2: What was? I want to do the Mammoth Cave tour, but they have like a six-hour tour of Mammoth Cave. Over I have no there. clue. That's, that sounds cool. That's in Kentucky. Oh, okay. Where that's my why ancestor I have... used to be the mayor. in a town in Kentucky. No one us a shit. (laughs) Like where the blue people are? Um, No, it actually wasn't in the blue people land. It was in some village and then he got run out of town by the know-nothings and had to moved to chicago wait
0: was that the group's actual name the know
2: nothings yeah the know nothing party it was actually a, a nationalist party of america yeah they oh. were assholes yeah. Oh,
0: okay Fuck so your 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 ancestor got chased out of town in kentucky
2: yeah because You're... they won the election and then um he... so
0: wait if you lose an election you have
2: to be chased out of town no they just chased him out of town because he something about how he was actually supposed to remain the mayor, because of something that had been signed, but then it turns out that it didn't actually get notarized. And so then he ended up losing, even though he shouldn't have. So then he got run out of town for, like, saying, hey, maybe... When was wrong. this? This was in the early... This was in the... late 1800s late 1800s okay okay my family's been in Chicago for a while
0: (laughs) yeah okay I was just curious I really want
2: to visit
1: Chicago there's
0: apparently a restaurant damn
1: zebra
2: clams there's
0: like a is
1: that where they're an issue
0: there's a weird restaurant there where the servers are rude to you like that's the gimmick that's fine oh my god like the
1: whole gimmick I've is heard of that.
0: like yeah, yeah. I, heard
1: of it yeah. I, think I was watching whatever show you were watching
0: no no i know about because uh, you told
1: a, me about it okay
0: yeah a friend of ours uh her husband's sister lives up there and so they go visit a couple times a year mm. and that was one of the places they went they because they had small children they there's a nice section where they are not as mean to you and so they sat in the That's nicer funny. section because they had little kids yeah. so i think it's basically they won't curse at you yeah <laughs>
1: That's fair, yeah. You're not, not say fuck
2: to your childhood.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you shouldn't do that generally for kids. I want to go to the Unless they being it's a real not. little
0: shit. I have no clue what his name is. It's just my friend described this, and I'm like, that's a fact. I just think it'd be fun to work there because it's like, I would like a refill and someone, like, hits your glass out of your hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> it also sounds like a nightmare for anyone with, like,
2: I bet ordering you. anxiety. Yeah, I bet you the service is really good, though. Oh, yeah. And, and I think it's because... If I worked there, I would love to walk up to a table and call someone a bitch to their
1: face just immediately. I
0: don't know what the rules are.
1: <laughs> if they're actually being a bitch, though, or... No, all the
2: time. Every
1: okay. You I just come
0: in, to... and you're like, hi, bitch, what are you ordering? And you're like, I it's don't
1: know. Oh, I would like that. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good.
2: Yeah. But that, that joke, that, that, uh, that new joke, I don't know what comedian said it, but it's brilliant. And she was like, you know, when you hate something and everything they do irritates you, look at
1: this bitch eating chicken. Why are you eating chicken, bitch? <laughs> like, fucking, that like, sounds
0: like,
1: good. That's yeah, I should
0: get the name of that place. I I should. I don't know. We'll see if it survived the pandemic because this is a conversation from years ago.
2: Oh,
1: yeah.
0: that's why Probably I can't remember means, anything.
2: There aren't many
1: restaurants like that.
2: Mm. If you don't like that, I know a place that pretends to be Hawaii that's really good. So what? They just they've got they've got uh, spam like, musubi and they've got some oh. really good like you
0: know. So yeah. Oh okay. Are they Hawaiian run by a Hawaiian family?
2: Or like uh, someone from Hawaii? I didn't. Okay, I was just. Kidding. I di- I didn't. uh, What do you call it? I didn't uh, what inquire. Is it? Vibe vibe check them. Uh, okay, it was just like I like spam. I, I mean, Hawaiian food's very tasty. <laughs> well, it's really
0: good. I don't. I've never had authentic Hawaiian food. It was good. Our friend Star grew up in Hawaii and would occasionally cook I some. I know home. that about Star. Yeah. yeah uh. Her father never told me. Uh, <laughs> She can say three, like, three Hawaiian words because
2: she went to, like, conure oh, there.
0: <laughs> she, I make her say the state fish for me. Uh,
2: oh, it's, like, hanuka, no, nuka, yeah, buga, something it's like that. Wrong. It's, like, a blue fish with a black stripe yeah. and a yellow stripe, if I remember correctly. And there's, like, a little bit of white in there. I remember seeing the word printed out in like one of my yeah. books when I was mm-hmm. a kid, and I was like, "That is the coolest fucking shit." I will never be able to say the. fucking knu- 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 Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> Sarah can do it. I used to actually just go to her. I'm like, "Say the fish," say and she's say the fish because I thought it was so hey, cool. Darling, say the fish. Because <laughs> Hawaii is one of those languages I look at. I'm like, oh, yeah, like there's too many vowels. vowels. Yeah. I, I my brain can't wrap it around. Yeah, poor Danny can't. Yeah. do that. like the like a u a thing. It's <laughs> like. With the it, because Yo, the yeah. the parentheses and the commas and all mm-hmm. that stuff means like a different sound. And I was like, it's a
2: really beautiful language. Well, it is very. For yeah. people is, who can
1: say it. The English is reef triggerfish.
2: Yes. Reef Chiggerfish. Mm-hmm. What's the? What is the? Uh, can I see? Yep. <laughs> it's like a super. Hum, hum, wait, I don't even know if they pronounce H's, but it's spelled. With no, H's. you do
0: say H's. Okay.
2: Uh. Or is it Huma Huma? Huma Huma. That huma, sounds. Huma, yeah, close enough. Yeah. yeah,
0: but say that really fast, and that's <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. But Star would sometimes make like uh, spam and eggs and things like that. Whatever she was feeling nostalgia. It has
2: a lot of also like a lot I of a modern of day sauce on there. Yeah, and then I do right like sushi rice, and mm-hmm. then I do like nice seaweed wrap, and then a little bit of uh, kewpie mayo on there with yeah. a little bit of that. Um, they have a lot that, of uh, rice seasoning. Yeah, they
0: have a lot of Japanese fusion because of where it's located. They yeah. have yeah, it's...
2: And and, a lot of pineapple situation because Dole yeah. was an asshole and kind of. <laughs> we won't get into Dole. Anymore.
0: Oh, one and funny no story: the there was this meat seller, like this this uh, store that sold meat, but the whole place was a refrigerator. And the oh, thing wow. is, because no one on the island like had jackets, you would just borrow a jacket while you were in there, like a park. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was a funny story. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, she was she was a naval brat, so her dad was stationed out there for a oh, while when she was a kid. Yeah. And then her they moved to Georgia and she didn't understand the world wasn't Hawaii. Like she's like, that was the biggest oh. lie. This was <laughs> the biggest lie is that paradise is only for Yeah, she one like grew that was where her first memories were, and then yeah. they're like, We're being reassigned to Georgia and she's like, This is what the world is. Welcome to the swamp. And then she's like, Oh, I was I was to and that's every and cold
2: it's it, yeah. kind of funny because mm-hmm. it's like you don't really see a whole lot of real native georgias like you're from louisiana uh, i'm a, she's from hawaii i'm from chicago heath i don't even know where alabama, like, alabama. They're alabama
0: they're, i'm also they're, they're, technically from alabama
2: <laughs> ah who cares you're from
0: louisiana Let's, oh thank you're you you're from the south <laughs> i'm from i'm a I, no I'm, I'm i'm a hodgepodge you're, you're, you are hodgepodge yeah I, I consider myself because i also spent all my christmas like all my family's from alabama right my mom's side's like from Mississippi, but that doesn't really. Happen. We don't talk about them. We don't. We well, my, my grandfather's from Arkansas, so my dad's side is from Kansas too. Mm-hmm. But they all migrated down here.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I all both agree. branches of my family have mostly just lived in the South since they yeah. came from, you know, wherever.
2: Yeah. Aside from the
0: racism, I love Georgia. I I like coastal cities in the South.
1: It's a step mm-hmm. up from Alabama.
2: I, I've never. I, I went to Alabama. North
1: Alabama yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep.
1: yep. yep. that's where the space. Yeah.
0: Is um. Alabama. The yeah. the rocket scientists that were brought I over during good. Operation Paperclip. I spent. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. yep. Operation Paperclip.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I want to go back there. I haven't been there oh, since, Huntsville is, since yeah. high school. Yeah. yeah. North Alabama was good. That yeah. was one of the best school trips I ever went on. Yep. But I also wanted to grow up to be Sally Ride, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so any thoughts now that we've completely, from- <laughs> Absolutely not talking about invasive species. No. Well, we- You know, Sally Ride was an invasive species. Well, well Hawaii
0: had no, trouble with cats killing invas- oh, as invasive go. species, as yeah, we I'm covered sorry. in our last feral cat
2: episode. Oh, Freaking.
0: Keep your cats inside. Keep yes. your cats
2: inside. And neuter them. Spay them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just like that one guy that no one remembers used to say all the time
1: in Wheel of Fortune.
2: Uh, Bob Barker? Bob Barker, that's right.
1: I know, I remember he used to say that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, well, I (laughs) wholeheartedly.
2: So we don't count.
1: (laughs) I wholeheartedly encourage the, uh, you know, the the hunting of neuter rats as an Mm -hmm. invasive species and turning them into dog treats.
2: Yeah. Kill them all. Yeah, kill
1: them. Bad. They cause they're so much ugly. more
2: damage.
1: <laughs> so much more damage than it doesn't yeah. seem like they actually do any good.
2: And yeah. we're not going to make them extinct because they are no. ones that exist where they, they where live they belong. belong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so and they're damaging
1: our they're ever-growing damaging so
0: coastline much. that we need to continue. Please, yeah. let's keep the coastline Please alive.
1: Hunt nutrient rats. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't want my reproduce house to reproduced water. your I still pay for my mortgage
0: yeah well you can
1: we, we can we will for so many decades we
2: can we can build sandbag trenches guys yep that's the answer no. sandbag. sandbag trenches do you remember the, the one time oh gosh what was his name you know what? i'm not gonna bring it up on the podcast anyway okay <laughs> that'll be a story for later was just for us some political stuff
0: so yeah. um heath where can people find us
1: they can find us on petparentspod.com also, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord, Pet Parents Pod. You can also email us, petparentspod at gmail.com.
0: And we will, as always, continue to get better. Good luck with your hopes and dreams.
2: Goodbye. <laughs>